नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चार वर्क पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू बी टॉकिंग अबाउट अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग बुक द बुक इज कॉल्ड डिफॉल्टर्स पैराडाइज लॉस्ट डीमिस्टिफाइंग द इंसॉल्वेंसी एंड बैंक्रप्सी कोड एंड आई हैव विद मी द ऑथर ऑफ द बुक अनंत मेरथिया अनंत थैंक यू वेरी मच फॉर कमिंग ऑन द पॉडकास्ट थैंक यू सो मच कुशल थैंक यू फॉर हैविंग मी हियर Anand I have to say I read your book uh, IBC's uh, you know the, I, the insolvency and bankruptcy code was something I was really interested so I remember when I got the email about the book I was really excited and uh, uh, I usually say no to a lot of books but jaise hi maine mere ko malum bhi nahi tha ki uske upar ek book bhi likhi gayi hai the moment I found out I was like are acha ho gaya chalo I this is this is like a subject I actually was always interested in because some of my friends you know one is a chartered accountant one is a finance uh, consultant and they have always had you know robust discussions about this subject over coffee with uh, with me you know a lot of times they discussed and i have always like even you know as i am recording this discussion with you i reached out to those friends of mine and told me may I, you know i am talking to anand mere ko batao kya 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 inputs main le sakta hu i mean i read your book obviously but i wanted their inputs also but before we you know get into the discussion of the book itself anand uh, this is your first time on the podcast and obviously it's not going to be the last time i expect you to come again and again on the podcast but can you tell so, everybody a little bit about yourself so yes um, this is anand marathia i i uh, live out of chennai i am a commercial corporate uh, lawyer litigator uh, my journey on law with law kind of or rather my first degree to begin with is economics so my first love is actually economics it's been there that were not too many people know about it my, that was my first degree then i went on to do my law i worked in singapore for about 4 years i was lucky i got an opportunity to do my masters there at the national university of singapore i worked there for about 3 and a half 4 years you know but somewhere in 2008 9 i decided to move back to india i realized in a year kahin na kahin india was a larger uh, uh, place in terms of law to to work on uh, in terms of landscape and since then my my core domain has been corporate commercial laws companies um not necessarily large corporates my if i may say my sweet spot has been always the sme companies the small and medium enterprises jo sabse disorganized hote hain hamare desh mein jo hamare desh ka backbone bhi hai lekin disorganized bhi sabse zyada wahi hote hain so the msme sector so i had been advising them so we had to so let's say from 2009 to 2016 17 till ibc came insolvency code came zyada tar we were advising companies on areas such as winding up mergers amalgamation schemes आप दो कंपनी को एक साथ कैसे मर्ज करते हो अगर आपकी कंपनी बहुत ज्यादा ग्रो कर रही है तो आप उसमें से स्पेसिफिक डिविजन को कैसे डीमर्ज करके अलग अलग कंपनीज करते हो या अगर फैमिली का बड़ा स्ट्रक्चर हो रहा है रीडिविजन हो रहा है तो अलग अलग फैमिली के डिविजन को अलग अलग बिजनेस अगर जगह देना है आपको तो उसको आप कैसे रिस्ट्रक्चरिंग करते हो सो रिस्ट्रक्चरिंग एंड यू नो एडवाइजिंग कंपनीज वॉज माई कोर एरिया ऑफ वर्क अफकोर्स अपार्ट फ्रॉम दैट वी डेट समीजन डील्स हमने कंपनियों को एडवाइज किया है on very basic issues abhi someone comes to us for let's say for some kind of a trademark infringement issue or somebody comes to us with saying that ye employee hamara intellectual property leke he is moved away how do we go about it there are typical the shareholder disputes minority shareholder versus majority shareholder so this has been the core area and isi ke andar hamara you know sometimes we go to the courts sometimes we go to arbitration i would love to push people to settle it by without going to the courts by going to mediation which we will talk about in the course of the interview but yeah corporate commercial ka jo corporate commercial law ki jo duniya hai ya business law ki duniya hai to put it in more simple words business related jo bhi laws hote hain by and large that's been my journey for the last 20 years 
and uh, so, my reason of yeah 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 go ahead. no no so i had a question here but then in this journey of yours i, I i'm sorry to come here because i got fascinated with your journey itself so wh- why did you decide to go from economics to this side so i mean if you don't mind me asking no certainly i mean um, law somehow fascinated me it was always an area which i wanted to ek to ye bhi hai ki i happened to come from a family of lawyers but that has got nothing to do with my with my decision of taking law my decision of studying law was completely independent that was something which i which i thought that you know i i wanted to do uh one of the reasons i would say is in part of my economics while it may be find it very interesting and possibly students may find it interesting ki kaise ek cheez game changer ban jati hai i had an elective on constitution of india and the manner in which the professor who taught me constitution was so beautiful the way you know it was whole deciphered and discussed it really fascinated me so mujhe ye to tha ki law to karna hai so yeah that that that's how my my movement from i would say economics to law uh, happened so so what is more challenging economics or law a very difficult question boss don't put me in that spot don't put me in that spot i will, i i am happy doing law i cannot i cannot uh, complain uh, economics is actually a very both are you know both are interesting both are complex and both are never ending debate especially indian economy ek aisa subject hai jahan jab aap isko discuss karna chalu karte ho and i've seen your in your podcast also it's a never ending debate one thing which i can assure you today is podcast pe we will be converging economics and law through this discussion that i can assure you All right. So then, what 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 fascinated you about uh, the IBC or the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code that that led you to maybe why why write this book of all the books? So why the need of a law like the Insolvency Code? Usko me I will answer later. But why I wrote the book? Somewhere I felt, and here I will pick up just now the point that you said. क्या होता है कि लॉयर्स हम लोग जितने भी किताबें लिखते हैं बुक्स रिटन बाय लॉयर्स दे आर हैवी कमेंट्रीज एंड एक माइंडसेट बना हुआ है लोगों के दिमाग में नॉन लॉयर्स के दिमाग में कि ये लॉ की किताबें तो मोटी मोटी होंगी ब्लैक कलर लॉ बुक्स हैवी बुक्स एंड नोबडी वुड लाइक टू रीड देम सो फर्स्टली माई ऑब्जेक्टिव वॉज टू एंश्योर दैट वी ब्रेक दैट स्टीरियो टाइप वी वॉन्ट दटेक होल्डर्स एंड टूडे इवन यू कुड बी अ स्टेक होल्डर यू सप्लाइंग सर्विसेज टू समी एंड दैट पर्सन होज यू मनी और उसका कुछ फाइनेंशियल डिस्ट्रेस हो जाता है हाउ दैट इम्पैक्ट योर लाइफ सो यू ऑल्सो बिकम स्टेक होल्डर इन द प्रोसेस विदाउट यू डूइंग एनीथिंग स्पेसिफिक ऑल्सो सो वी वॉन्टेड एटलीस्ट माई पर्सनल गोल वॉज टू एंश्योर की स्टेक होल्डर कोई भी इंसान हो जो बिजनेस कॉमर्स इंडस्ट्री से लिंक रखता हो ही और शी शुड बी एबल टू टेक अ बुक लेट से आप एक बुक खरीदते हो एयरपोर्ट स्टॉल से और आप उसको फ्लाइट में पढ़ते हो समथिंग ऑन दोज लाइन्स तो देर इफ यू सी द बुक एटलीस्ट द फर्स्ट सिक्स चैप्टर्स फर्स्ट फाइव सिक्स चैप्टर्स we have set the entire context india ki pehle economic situation kya thi kya laws the kyu challenges aa rahe the why those laws failed what led to the insolvency code what is the ecosystem terms kya use kiye gaye hain before we get into specifics so the reason of writing this book is to first ensure that we create a new genre of books which we can say possibly uh, non fiction mein legal category aap non fiction mein management ki baat karte hain non fiction mein aap और चीजों के बात करते हैं व्हाई नॉट लॉ व्हाई नॉट फॉर द कॉमन मैन व्हाई 
we go from socialist india to a free market india um, the famous speech of dr manmohan singh under the prime ministership of uh, pv narasimha rao and then we go into the 2000s you know we start this journey of growth now uh, now uh, then you know we go into certain governments and then we have this era of scams you know we had the famous scams we had the 2g scam we had the coal scam we had so many scams so now if i was to ask you how would you assess the 90s and the 2000s okay so that's that's a good starting point now we can i mean you know to get to set the context of why a, a law like this see 90s we saw liberalization i would say start uh, start with liberalization because uske pehle ki journeys had been a different world socialistic hamara thought process tha we were trying to move from socialist to capitalist uske pehle license raj tha and all of that in the liberalization era and post that the only focus that the country had was foreign investments foreign companies have to come to india there has to be growth domestic businesses also have to grow in the process and growth became the fulcrum in the process there was a lot of obviously expansion of business which led to a lot of lending of monies by banks one thing which we missed out somewhere i would say in the late 90s to i would say somewhere to 2010 12 13 wo jo 12 15 saal ka period tha 15 saal ka period if i may say where we missed out is that jab banks were approached for loans of business projects and expansions and all of that as part of you know liberalization mein aap koi naya technology leke aa rahe hain aap ek naya business setup kar rahe hain so on and so forth a lot of things were missed out to begin with proper due diligence of the project itself ki aap jis project par let's say you are sanctioning a loan of 10 crore rupees is that project actually worth 10 crore rupees who has done the due diligence for that what is the valuation basis so these were issues which were fundamentally missed out If I can be frank, उस जमाने में जो लोन के सैंक्शन और डिस्कशन होते थे काफी इनफॉर्मल बेसिस पे होते थे और मेरिट वॉज नॉट नेली फैक्टर अलोन बहुत सारे और भी पैरामीटर्स होते थे या लोन सैंक्शन हो जाते थे तो हमने देखा है कि लॉर्ड ऑफ बिजनेसिस इंडस्ट्रियल पार्क वॉज बिंग सेटअप तो पहले तो हमने इंडस्ट्री सेट की उससे हमने सब्सिडी पहले बेनिफिट ले लिया थर्टी फोर्टी परसेंट का इनकम टैक्स बेनिफिट ले लिया और भी टैक्सेशन के बेनिफिट लिए और फिर जो हमको लोन मिला है मेरे बिजनेस की एक्चुअल रिक्वायरमेंट या मेरे बिजनेस की वैल्यू सौ रुपए है लेकिन मैंने उसको तीन सौ या चार सौ रुपए का वैल्यूएशन दिखा के या पांच सौ रुपए का वैल्यूएशन दिखा के मैंने बैंक से उठाया ढाई सौ रुपए है तो टू बिगिन विद एम ऑलरेडी प्लस वन फिफ्टी रुपीज एंड वॉट विल आई डू विद प्लस वन फिफ्टी रुपीज आई डोंट नीड इट इन बिजनेस सो आई दर आई विल प्ले लार्ज आई विल प्ले बियॉन्ड वॉट इज रिक्वायर्ड और ऑटोमेटिकलीमन माइंड विल मूव मी टू और एटलीस्ट इंडिकेट टू मी that let me you know start using it for my personal benefits siphoning it off moving it towards other jurisdictions expanding my business in other ways doing things which was not the objective of that loan so jo jo era hamara let's let's say 96 97 se leke 2010 2012 ka tha i would say this was an era of growth no doubt but also a lot of lending without the right asset quality without the right i would say due diligence this was i would say the starting point which for some reason not too many people talk about hum ye to baat karte ki hamari economy was in difficult situation and therefore we needed a comprehensive law to clean up the non performing assets ka mess lekin wo non performing assets ka mess hua kyu the answer is where is this this is this is the point so this is something which for some reason it is not highlighted too much 
Fair enough. Uh, but then, but so what you're basically hinting at is indiscriminate lending, right? That's what you would call. Ki bina kisi ke jane hue, bina samje hue, bina what we call due diligence, whether whether the whether the person or the project we are giving our money to is backed by solid uh, market research, backed by solid uh, collaterals or stuff like that. Well, how much of that would be the reason then? Absolutely. That, that This is exactly what I'm saying. This should have been, for example, the, the underlying asset itself. Mm-hmm. That was that was not assessed properly. And the business projections were not very realistic. And banks also were not so, I would say, uh, uh, private banks, the kind of people who are there at the management, they themselves are all, you know, well, I would say exposed people, who private equity ki dunia jante, wo projection projections. So even if I give them some benefit of doubt, but having said that, they were taken for a jolly good ride by a decent number of businesses. I will not say everybody was bad. Her businessman ka yehi intent tha ki business we had a certain percentage, but unfortunately that certain percentage grew into enough trouble for, for our entire economy to be shaken up. Yeah, but then, uh, so these, uh, these businesses that did take advantage of the situation, I mean, uh, but were they in a ratio, would you consider them to be in a ratio where uh, they were... Uh, statistically significant that led to this mess like at the end of the day any kind of a mess has to be statistically significant right like do you think indian npas were that much of a problem if i could just give you numbers indian npas yeah. somewhere in uh, 2007 2008 they were in the range of about 2.3 percent. we go 10 years ahead 2018 the Indian NPA, gross NPA was about 11.5%. So that mm-hmm. almost, I would say, uh, 9%, 10% increase in the gross NPA is huge, is significant in the banking sector. And are now, on as of March 2023, it's at a 10-year low of 3.9%. And we are expecting it to be 3.6% in March 2024. So to answer your question, was it statistically justified or was it so alarming yes it was alarming agar bank ka jo balance sheet mein agar 11% unka jo asset quality hai is non recoverable asset non performing asset i would say that's something which is definitely alarming fair enough uh then 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 okay could you tell me the inside baseball? So how, what is the history behind? Let's, let's talk about that. So how did this idea come up? Like, okay, we need an insolvency and bankruptcy code. Like who, who was the one? Was it the Babudam that came up with the idea? Or is it a political class that came up with the idea? Who came up with this idea? See that I, I, I will, unfortunately, I have not been an insider to that. So I did not see that. But I can tell you one thing, whose brainchild it was, or who was the one who was pushing it for the longest of time. And that was Sri Arun Jetliji. Uh, late Mr. Arun Jaitley, he was somebody who was very keen. Unko kahi na kahi ye samajhti ki nahi, India mein comprehensive law ki zarurat hai. So you can call it his vision uh, along with some amount of obviously Babudam and obviously along, along with the what you call the bankruptcy law reforms committee was set up and they came up with the code and they came up with the draft law and all of that. But haan, 2015-16 mein, 2015 mein hi, 
Um, in fact, Mr. Jaitley had tried this, I think, earlier also, if I'm not wrong, in 2014 also. But that's when the government had just come to power. So it, if I would say who was one person who was politically inclined to get this in place, it was, I think, something brilliant that was done by the then uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jaitley. All right. So that now, was his... In your book, there is a very specific chapter. You talk about the practical issues faced in filing procedures and consequences of IBC trigger. Now, this personally, if you ask me, chapter five was my favorite chapter because I, I, I will give you a background of uh, I, I am a businessman. So I'm going to tell you two One of them is going to be my criticism of IBC, which is going to be a later point. So originally before I became a full-time podcaster, people find it very hard to believe. I was actually just a normal businessman doing textile business. So textile there was a phase in our life where would we would only work with big textile companies like giants. Listed and unlisted. Or there was a phase in our life where all the business was with, with these big companies. And when the big companies were raising, they also the And then consciously over a period of time, under my father's guidance and his vision, we completely changed the, the percentage of our business from relying on giants to, to the extent of 70% to, of our total revenue flow to relying on giants to just 10 to 15 percent like my father changed the business model so we completely changed our model is because our paisa duba tha. that is that is where i'm coming from but i want you to talk you know maybe lay down this so what were these practical issues when it comes to be fair you know when we face in terms of procedures and consequences like what used to happen before I, uh, IBC came in so see uh, practical procedures what we're speaking about is in IBC but before IBC came in the challenge was options simple let's let us let us go back to your previous uh, life itself or your previous you know avatar itself you've done business with someone the person owes you money there are two situations either he will dispute the amount that he owes you or he will agree to the amount that he owes you. One of the two. Either which way, if he doesn't have the money, you are, I mean, if you have no option left, you will go to a civil court. You will go to a court of recovery. You will file a civil suit. That will take its own sweet time. If he's admitted the amount and if he says, possibly you can shortcut the mechanism and call it a summary suit, which not too many people know. I would want your people to know through this podcast that India has a summary suit. There is a way out. So people should not be taken for a ride that every case goes by trial. If someone has given I owe you this money and it is in black and white. So you can go for that. But even that would take time. And if there is a dispute, then you go in the trial mechanism and all of that. Then you pay the court fees. You go, you, it goes on for about three to five years. By the time you get so exhausted, so tired, you feel that either I leave up this money or you agree to a settlement or one way or the other. Similar things used to happen for check bounces also. In fact, there are people who come and told me and people tell me even now, I go to court in every hearing, especially in check bounce cases, the complainant is supposed to go in every hearing. This actually default and he gets away with that. So these are certain unfortunate realities of our system, but 
so uh, so these were the difficulties that pre ibc for a normal creditor your standing was relatively weaker when you were doing business with specifically rather in the case of a giant when you were doing business with a larger company unko dar kuch tha nahi aap kya kar lenge at most you will find a suit see even if you used to there was an option of filing something called winding up proceedings jo yeah. ki ek system ye hua karta tha ki if a company owes you 1 lakh rupees or more section 433 karke hota tha companies act mein unable to pay its debts under that situation you can file a winding up but winding up cases also used to take a fair bit of time and they used to be a lot of you know usme kafi samay lagta tha ibc wide caught attention ki pehli baar hamare system mein people started talking in terms of number of days rather than number of years jahan hamare humko aadat thi baat karne ki 5 saal 7 saal 8 saal yahan lagne laga ki nahi this 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 proceedings will get over and Six months, eight months, ten months. I will come back to what are the pitfalls of IBC. Maybe at later part of this uh, discussion, and why I personally have started feeling off late that we need to have some kind of a high court jurisdiction once again over such laws. वो एक अलग discussion है. But yes, your your mechanisms of recovery were limited, and people were facing that difficulty. IBC has come and to some extent at least put together some kind of a, a level playing field. या क्रेडिटर को कुछ इज्जत मिल गई है थोड़ा सा उसका एक स्टेटस एक रिस्पेक्ट आ गया कंपेयर टू व्हाट इट वाज प्रायर टू दिस लॉ नाउ आई विल टेल यू अ प्रैक्टिकल प्रॉब्लम पोस्ट आईबीसी सो पोस्ट आईबीसी भी आई नो मैं निकल गया हूं टेक्सटाइल से मगर सी वंस यू आर अ टेक्सटाइल मैन यू स्टिल रिमेन इवन दो ऑन एंड ऑफ मगर आप टच में रहते हो मार्केट से मतलब पुराने जो कस्टमर्स होते हैं दोस्त होते हैं हालचाल पूछने के लिए क्या चल रहा है इंडस्ट्री में तो रिसेंटली तीन ऐसे बड़े बड़े कंपनियां मैं नाम वही कोई नहीं लेने वाला मगर उड़ गए उड़ गए तो उड़ गए अभी क्या करें तो जो बड़े बड़े डेटर थे जो मतलब जिनको बड़े बड़े पैसे लेने थे जो थे उनके जिनके वो तो जाके जैसे तैसे करके अपना पैसा निकालना शुरू हो गए उसके बाद जो लोकल गुंडे थे मैं मैं तो सीधा बात कर रहा हूँ जो लोकल गुंडे थे वो तो पहुंच गए कुछ ना कुछ उठा के चले गए मगर एक बहुत बड़ा तबका होता है ह्यूज नंबर ऑफ पीपल देर आर जस्ट नॉर्मल पीपल हु स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ दी सी वट आई फाउंड आउट उनको तो पैसे ही नहीं मिलते ये क्या मैं क्या बोलूँ इसे मैं क्या बोलूँ इसे दिस इज अनफॉर्चुनेटली हार्श ट्रूथ एंड रियालिटी इसके अगेंस्ट हमने जितनी बार हो सका है जिस जिस फोरम पे हो सका है हमने बोला है हमने गवर्नमेंट को लिखा भी है हमने आई को भी रिक्वेस्ट किया है कि सर आप एक चीज समझिए जब एक बड़ी कंपनी फेल होती है इन सिंपल मैं इंसॉल्वेंसी में जाए लिक्विडेशन में जाए तो जो फाइनेंशियल क्रेडिटर होता है उसने तो कोलेट्रल दिया हुआ उसको तो कम से कम कोलेट्रल है सिक्योर्ड चार्ज है उसको मालूम है बैंक की कंपनी की हालत क्या है बैलेंस शीट का इनसाइड आउट उसको मालूम है ठीक है हम मानते हैं कि उसको बहुत अच्छा मोटा हेयर कट मिलता है उसको मे बी उसका ड्यू का 20 परसेंट तीस परसेंट पच्चीस टूडे द रिकवरी रेट समेर स्टार्टेड एट फोर्टी उसको उसका उतना पैसा मिल रहा है बट एक्चुअली थर्टी इज ऑल्सो गुड क्योंकि टोटल वैल्यू ऑफ द क्लेम वो क्लेम इतना इन्फ्लेट हो चुका होता है इंटरेस्ट इंटरेस्ट मिला के चलो ठीक है इसमें जो मरता है वो जो सबसे ज्यादा खराब हालत होती है दैट इज ऑपरेशनल क्रेडिटर दैट इज ट्रेड क्रेडिटर ना यू हैव सप्लाइड ऑन गुडविल बेसिस ना आपके पास सिक्योरिटी है आपके पास ज्यादा से ज्यादा पोस्टेटेड चेक हैं यू डोंट रियली हैव एनी पोजीशन बार्गेनिंग पावर आपके है नहीं 
आप न सीओसी में आपको कमिटी ऑफ क्रेडिटर्स में आपको यू डोंट हैव अ पोजीशन सो समबडी एल्स एक्चुअली इनफैक्ट आई हैव दिस पर्सनल ग्रेवांस इन दिस लॉ हाउ इज इट जस्टिफाइएबल फॉर समबडी एल्स व्हिच इज अ बैंकर और अ फाइनेंशियल इंस्टीट्यूशन टू सिट इन अ कमर्शियल व्हाटएवर इन अ पोर्ट ऑफ कमर्शियल कमिटी ऑफ क्रेडिटर्स एंड टेक अ डिसीजन on behalf of all other stakeholders which is binding on all the stakeholders so ye unfortunate reality hai ki operational creditor jo hota hai usko is system mein for that matter they get very less kabhi 3% 5% 7% 10% i mean a best case in i won't say best case but zyada tar hum yahi dekhte hain ki 10 se 20% of the total due is what a trade creditor gets aap ye sochiye i will in fact add to what you are saying aur ye maine apne book mein example diya hai आज आपका पांच जगह पैसा बाकी है अगर बीस बीस लाख रुपया मीडियम स्मॉल साइज बिजनेस पर्सन और ये पांच जगह जहां आप ये कंपनी है सपोज ये आपका आप बहुत जगह बिजनेस कर रहे हो जहां पांच जगह आपका पैसा डूब गया है आपका पैसा अटक गया इंसॉल्वेंट कंपनी में और हर कंपनी में अगेंस्ट द ट्वेंटी लैक्स आपको एवरेज पांच से दस मिल रहा है सो एक करोड़ के अगेंस्ट अगर आपको आठ दस लाख मिलेगा यू योर सेल्फ बिकम इंसॉल्वेंट आपका तो पूरा वर्किंग कैपिटल उड़ गया वेर विल यू गो So, but for some reason they get the problem is i we all have to respect the apex court of the country supreme court is very clear ki ibc is a law which is primarily for the financial creditors and therefore they are supposed to be getting a special treatment and things like that lekin kuch kuch changes ho rahe hain abhi madras high court ne ek order pass kiya hai ek sugar company thi to sugar company mein farmers ko the, the farmers had you know come and agitated to unko they have been given special treatment at par with the financial creditors they have not been given the trade creditors wala matlab status so kahin na kahin i think ab ye jo jo pain that you are talking about has started reaching the ears of the government i think at some point hopefully we can hope ki kuch usme sudhar ho jaye some because some solution is required otherwise the business industry will collapse at this rate because they are getting hit quite a bit yeah because main aapko personally batata hu ki ye jo ek special kissa main aapko bata raha hu usme कैसा होता है जिनको लास्ट पेमेंट मिलती है ना टेक्सटाइल में भी एक हायरार्की ऑफ पेमेंट्स होती है अगर आप समझ लो जो मेरा पुराना बिजनेस है मेरा पुराना बिजनेस क्या था टेक्सटाइल फैब्रिक मैन्युफैक्चरिंग तो हमारा डाइंग यूनिट होता था ठीक है तो डाइंग यूनिट में क्या होता है सबसे पहले आप क्या पेमेंट करोगे मैं आपसे एकदम ओपन बात कर रहा हूँ अभी तो मैं हो ही नहीं तो मैं और खुल के बात कर सकता हूँ तो, <laughs> तो सीधी बात है अभी तो हो नहीं तो और खुल के बात करूंगा तो सबसे पहले जो एक ओनर की प्रायोरिटी क्या होती थी मेरे स्टाफ की सैलरी वो भी एक्चुअली बेशरम जो होते थे वो भी नहीं रखते थे पहले बिजली और पानी ये दो चीजों को वो लोग प्रायोरिटी देते थे उसके बाद अगर उनके अंदर आत्मा जागती थी तो स्टाफ की सैलरी उसके बाद कोयले वाला कोल कोल सप्लायर या बायो क्या अगर ब्रिकेट पे चलता है तो ब्रिकेट का सप्लायर क्योंकि उसके बगैर फैक्ट्री चलेगी नहीं उसके बाद आते हैं आपके वेंडर्स वेंडर्स में कौन कौन आ गया आपको टॉयलेटरी सप्लाई करने वाला मेंटेनेंस के टूल्स सप्लाई करने वाला बेरिंग्स केमिकल सप्लाई करने वाला डाइस सप्लाई करने वाला तो इसमें ये जो हायरार्की क्रिएटेड थी ना तो इसमें तीन चार जायंट यूनिट्स थी जो ये आईबीसी के अंदर गई है जायंट टेक्सटाइल यूनिट्स और भाई उनमें क्या हुआ कि बिजली की कंपनी आई उसने अपना वायर काटा अपना जो भी वसूलना था सिक्योरिटी डिपोजिट के अगेंस्ट कर लिया सेम पानी के ऊपर अप्लाई होता है सिक्योरिटी डिपोजिट के अगेंस्ट एडजस्ट मार्के कर लिया सैलरी है वर्करों ने लोकल पॉलिटिशियन को बोला पॉलिटिशियन ने आया हा हु ही ही हुआ मैटर एडजस्ट हुआ खत्म हो गया कोयले वाला था कोयले वाले तो आधे पॉलिटिशियन होते आधे गुंडे होते उन्होंने अपना पैसा निकाल लिया करते करते सारा पैसा खत्म अब मरा कौन वेंडर्स वेंडर्स में कौन मरे 
जो बैरिंग सप्लाई करते हैं जो स्क्रूज या पाइप्स ये सब चीजें सप्लाई करते हैं डाइस सप्लाई करने वाले केमिकल सप्लाई करने वाले ये सब लोगों का मेरे को लिस्ट आई थी लास्ट व्हाट्सएप पे वो एक कंपनी और वो ओनर मुस्टंडा मस्त में बैठा हुआ है और गायब भी हो गया है ठीक है ये लोगों का मिला के फ्यू करोड़ सा क्योंकि कंपनी इतनी बड़ी थी ना तो कोल का तो समझ लो कोल की आउटस्टैंडिंग 200 करोड़ थी तो डाइस की 10 करोड़ होगी हाँ अभी 200 के आगे 10 करोड़ कुछ नहीं लगती है मगर जो 10 करोड़ जिसका 200 करोड़ है ना वो इतना मरने नहीं वाला है जितना जिसका 10 करोड़ है ना वो मर जाता है और ये जो 10 करोड़ 2 करोड़ 25 लाख 50 लाख सात लाख पंद्रह लाख ऐसे जो आउटस्टैंडिंग होते हैं ना ये होते हैं अराउंड हंड्रेड हंड्रेड एंड फिफ्टी टू और ये जो लॉ है ना करंट मेरी बिगेस्ट ग्राउस है कि ये वो 200 को मार देता है और पांच को बचा लेता है अग्री विद यू आई डोंट वांट टू मैं मैं ऐसा कोई जस्टिफिकेशन देना ही नहीं चाहता हूं जहां पर आई ट्राई टू डिपर और आई ट्राई टू जस्टिफाई ये मेरा भी ग्रीवेंस है आई अग्री विद यू लेकिन एक चीज लेटमी जस्ट क्लैरिफाई आई थिंक कहीं ना कहीं आई वॉन्ट टू क्लैरिफाई लेकिन जो Informally, off the record, अभी कोई पॉलिटिशियन इन्वॉल्व हो गया कुछ हो गया तो प्री आईबीसी प्री द कंपनी गोइंग इन टू इंसॉल्वेंसी लोगों ने कुछ निकाल लिया कुछ पैसा सिस्टम से निकाल लिया वो एक अलग बात है कंपनी गोज इन टू इंसॉल्वेंसी देर इज समथिंग कॉल्ड मॉरिटोरियम जो कंपनी पे मॉरिटोरियम लग जाता है तो उस टाइम पे सी इलेक्ट्रिसिटी योर वाटर सप्लाईज वट एवर इज द एसेंशियल गुड्स टू कीप द रनिंग कंपनी एज अ गोइंग कंसर्न वो आपको देना होगा दो सप्लाईज बी मेड so lot of government supplies cannot be stopped merely because the company goes into insolvency aur ek isme phir ek amendment baad mein ye bhi aaya which is again a double edged sword ki agar jo uska insolvency professional hota hai jo aadmi jo administrator hai who is running the show unko lagta hai ki you as a raw material supplier aapka material is important to keep the company as a going concern you become obliged to supply so then it becomes unfair on you ek to aap aise hi aap mare hue ho aapko purana dues aana baki hai plus you have to add but then maha there is a protection if if they are taking supplies from you during moratorium under the insolvency professionals i would say supervision you are supposed to get paid from time to time for those supplies those supplies we should not be on credit or should not be on undue credit it has to have at a mutual this thing so you have to be paid but ha ye hota hai ki the larger operational creditors do suffer but at the same time uh, there are a lot of government dues also which are wiped out बहुत गवर्नमेंट डिपार्टमेंट्स का भी ये बहुत बड़ा एग्रीवांस है कि सर इनकम टैक्स कस्टम्स जीएसटी इट गेट्स कंप्लीटली वाइप्ड आउट ये एंड ऑफ द डे ये पैसा कहाँ है व्हाट इट इज टैक्स पेयर्स मनी होनी ना एक जगह आपने 50 करोड़ 100 करोड़ रुपए आपने वाइप आउट कर दिया इनकम टैक्स पेबल लाइबिलिटी है या जीएसटी लाइबिलिटी है तो दोज इशूज आर देर एंड गवर्नमेंट यूज आर ऑल्सो टेकन एन द सेम लेवल ऑफ ऑपरेशनल डेट दे आर नॉट बीन गिवन अ स्पेशल स्टेटस ऑफकोर्स दैट्स अ डिफरेंट इशू दैट्स अ लीगल पॉइंट ऑफ लॉ तो ये these are aspects workmen and employees have been given a special this thing where workmen is supposed to be paid on a priority basis kyunki i mean end of the day there is wo uh, justification hai wo insaan kaam karta hai wo apna basic uska ghar chalta hai usse but ha i agree with you ki this is a challenge uh, and, and we will discuss also one as more aspect about this jab hum thoda aage isme badhenge msme ka jo pura sector hai covid ke time pe kaise msm pre covid or एक क्या चेंज हुआ था जिसके पहले बहुत कंपनीज ने सफर किया उसके बाद कुछ सुधार हुआ बट उसका एक अपना फ्रोजन कौन सा दैट समथिंग आल्सो आई लाइक टू डिस्कस ओके वन वन क्रिटिसिज्म अ फ्रेंड ऑफ माइन हुज अ चार्टर्ड अकाउंटेंट 
and you know when i was researching i read your book i i told you i reached out to my friend who's a chartered accountant he has very strong views on this subject so i reached out to him and i told him tere kya points if if there are any so you know he wrote this i want to read this verbatim uh he he says that you know there is a problem where in a lot of cases insolvency professionals uh uh they are rated by qualifications but they don't have real world entrepreneurial perspective or entrepreneurial experiences so when the resolution professional when they come and they replace the existing management a lot of them tend to be you know he criticizes his own community chartered accountants also he says they are lawyers chartered accountants or company secretaries who get appointed but they lack the entrepreneurial mindset and that lets them to leads them to operate with a primary focus to save their skin and maybe sometimes they don't take the risks that an actual entrepreneurial person or a promoter of a company would take and that leads to further complications under the current system how do you react to that so well, that's that's a very interesting uh, point your friend has i think put forth iske this opens you know this this itself is worth a podcast i would say this what what you have just now read out iske upar hum log aaram se aadhi ghanta 40 minute discuss kar sakte hain iske dekhiye alag alag nazariye hain to begin with insolvency professional who is appointed by the ncert or whatever it is i totally agree that person is generally hum by and large industry standards ki industry practices ki baat kar rahe hain chartered accountant company secretary lawyer cost accountant or some past you know banking professional and all that Entrepreneurial उसमें न तो स्किल सेट होता है एंड बट ये भी आपको समझना पड़ेगा कि एक इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल का काम कंपनी को रिवाइव करना है मैं मानता हूं बट इट टू रन द इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोसेस उसको खुद को बिजनेसमैन नहीं बनना है देर है हम लोग नेगेटिव में भी कैन वी कैन ऑलवेज प्रमोटर वर्सेज इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल का टग ऑफ वॉर चलता है पूरा प्रोसेस ही उससे खराब हो जाता है क्योंकि प्रमोटर को लगता है कि इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल उसका दुश्मन है इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल इज एन आउटसाइडर हु हैज कम एंड सेट ऑन देयर सीट दोस इश्यूज आर देयर बट देयर आर आल्सो सिचुएशंस वेयर द इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल ओनली रन्स द प्रोसेस जो टिपिकल प्रोसीजर्स हैं कॉलिंग फॉर क्लेम्स यू नो मेकिंग द इंफॉर्मेशन मेमोरेंडम कॉलिंग फॉर बिडर्स फॉर द कंपनी रेजोल्यूशन एप्लीकेंट्स एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड द अर्स्टवाइल मैनेजमेंट और डिपेंड करता है कंपनी कितनी बड़ी है इफ इट इज एन एसएमई यू हैव अ प्रॉब्लम क्योंकि एस एम बी प्रमोटर एक तो खुद ही वो वैसे भी बिफोर गोइंग इन टू इंसॉल्वेंसी ऑल्सो एटी परसेंट काम वो खुद ही करता था यू नो हाउ एन एम एस एम बी प्रमोटर इन दिस कंट्री इज मतलब ऊपर से लेके नीचे तक सारे डिसीजन वो खुद ही लेते हैं तो दैट्स अ डिफरेंट इश्यू बट इफ द कंपनी सेमी प्रोफेशनली रन ऑल्सो देर आर प्रोफेशनल्स हु टेंड टू गिव सपोर्ट बट दिस इज अगेन अ वेरी केस टू केस बेसिस कई जगह देखे हॉस्टाइल सो ऑब्वियसली द इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल हैज डिफिकल्टी अब यहाँ पर एक दूसरा एंगल आता है कि लॉर्ड ऑफ इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल टेक द सपोर्ट ऑफ व्हाट यू कॉल इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल सपोर्ट एजेंसीज नाउ आई विल नॉट नेम दी ऑर्गेनाइजेशन बट दीज आर ह्यूज ऑर्गेनाइजेशन विच आर इनटू बिजनेस एडवाइजरी मैनेजमेंट ब्लाबला ये सभी लोग करते हैं नाउ वाइल दे ब्रिंग अ लॉर्ड ऑफ एक्सपर्टीज दे ब्रिंग अ लॉर्ड ऑफ रिस्ट्रक्चरिंग एक्सपीरियंस इट ब्रिंग इन लॉर्ड ऑफ समटाइम्स सेक्टर स्पेसिफिक एक्सपीरियंस ऑल्सो बट द चैलेंजेस उसका कॉस्ट एट विच इट कम्स इज क्रेजी इनफैक्ट जब मेरी बुक लॉन्च हुई थी डेली में तो हमारा एक डिबेट हुआ पैनल डिस्कशन पे अपेरेंटली एक पर्टिकुलर मैटर में इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल को महीने का दो या ढाई लाख कुछ मिल रहा था बट इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल का जो सपोर्ट कंपनी थी इट वॉज गेटिंग सम फैंसी नंबर आई डोंट इवन रिमेंबर ट्वेंटी लैक्सर्टी लैक्सोट इट वॉज सो देर आर सेक्टर स्पेसिफिक एक्सपर्ट कम इन एंड स्टेप इन एंड ऑल्सो यू नो हेल्प डू दीज थिंग्स 
बट देन एवरीथिंग इट्स अ सब्जेक्ट ऑफ डिबेट देखिए प्रमोटर को यहां मैं कहीं ना कहीं बोलूंगा कि वॉट एवर सेड एंड डन दस में से चलिए लेट्स बी वेरी फेयर फिफ्टी परसेंट प्रमोटर यू गिव दम बेनिफिट ऑफ डाउट कि एक्सटर्नल एक्सपीरियंस एक्सटर्नल चैलेंजेस कोविड आ गया कोविड के पहले कुछ और चैलेंजेस थे एंड देर फोर देर कंपनी वेंट इन टू अड चलाते हैं इशू ये होता है कि कंट्रोल कौन कर रहा है फाइनेंशियल क्रेडिटर्स बैंकर्स दे बिकम द न्यू बोर्ड ऑफ डायरेक्टर्स इनफॉर्मली डिसीजन सारे वो लेते हैं उनके सारे डिसीजंस का एक ही मूल होता है घूम फिर के मुझे रिकवरी कितनी मिलेगी अगर आप आईबीसी का इंटेंट पढ़ेंगे कोड का ऑब्जेक्टिव पढ़ेंगे रिकवरी वर्ड है ही नहीं उसमें कहीं द वर्ड इज ओनली वैल्यू मैक्सिमाइजेशन ऑफ एसेट्स एंड रेजोल्यूशन ऑफ डिस्ट्रेस्ट कंपनीज लेकिन अनफॉर्चुनेटली हमारा बैंकिंग सिस्टम अभी उतना मेच्योर नहीं हुआ है कि दे अंडरस्टैंड दैट नो वी शुड बी टॉकिंग ऑफ रेजोल्यूशन एंड नॉट जस्ट रिकवरी सो यस इट इज अ चैलेंज दैट द इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल डजेंट है आंटरप्रेनरियल बैकग्राउंड बट एट द सेम टाइम मैंने मेरा ये बिलीव है आने वाले दो तीन साल में पेस एट विच दिस लॉ इज यू नो इवॉल्विंग पेस एट विच इज मेच्योरिंग यू विल हैव आईपीज विल बिकम सेक्टर स्पेसिफिक एक्सपर्ट्स कुछ आईपीस होंगे जिन्होंने स्टील कंपनीज को रिवाइव की होगी कुछ होंगे जिन्होंने टेक्सटाइल कंपनीज को रिवाइव की होगी तो दे विल बिकम द प्रेफर्ड इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल्स टू बी रिवाइविंग दोस कंपनीज बाय द बैंक्स आल्सो सो दैट्स समथिंग व्हिच आई एम प्रेज्यूमिंग इज द वे फॉरवर्ड फेयर इनफ बट देन यू नो इन अनदर प्रॉब्लम दैट आई सी इज दैट यू नो इट्स काइंड ऑफ डिफिकल्ट टू गेट इंटरिम फाइनेंसिंग आल्सो फॉर रनिंग द कंपनी यू नो वेयर the banks can help but don't help in many occasions and i think the prime motive has always got to be the revival of a company as as a true entrepreneur i believe the revival of the company is always and should always be this and that by the way that is something you also point out to in the book that eventually the revival of the company should be the foremost focus of everybody in this entire mess that when we are looking at the law and somehow i feel that when these companies are replaced by managements and banking boards there is you know uh there is a resistance from 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 a lot of corners especially in the case of uh, psus in in the case of psus uh, you touch upon it also by, by the way i i i also have to comment another chapter that you have the, where you just mentioned chapter 9 on the issues of affecting insolvency professionals like i did not know these things honestly i did not know until i read your book it like it really opened my mind uh, to a lot of uh, uh, things but how would you, how would you say how do how does one you know deal with this uh, resistance let's say from the borrowers then how how do we uh, for the borrowers how do we address this then borrowers ka resistance i will answer before that let me tell you jo insolvency professional ka agar aap perspective kabhi samjhenge na if you ever have somebody who is also an insolvency professional i they are my clients i speak to them day in day out i appear against them day in day out meri matlab you know my half my world is against with or against them you know i like it or i don't like it is the way it is if you ask them they have their own set of 201 complaints 
उनका बोलना है कि सर द काइंड ऑफ रिस्क दैट वी टेक एंड कंपेयर टू दैट द रिवॉर्ड दैट वी गेट इट इज वेरी वेरी पुअर बंदूक हमारे ऊपर तनी हुई रहती है बैंक्स की बंदूक भी हमारे ऊपर तनी हुई रहती है कमिटी ऑफ क्रेडिटर्स भी हमारे ऊपर चढ़े हुए रहते हैं कोर्ट भी हमारे ऊपर चढ़ा हुआ रहता है एनसीएलटी आईबीबीआई करके जो रेगुलेटर इंसॉल्वेंसी बैंक बोर्ड ऑफ इंडिया वो लोग भी हमारे ऊपर डिसिप्लिनरी प्रोसीडिंग चलाते रहते हैं हमारा खुद का जो सी एंस्टीट्यूट या सी इंस्टीट्यूट है वो भी हमको देखता है तो इतने लोग हमको वॉच कर रहे हैं उसके बीच में आप एक्सपेक्ट करते हैं कि हम तरीके से काम भी करें हम आपको रिजल्ट भी चाहिए तो आप मेरी दुविधा भी समझिए तो इस चैप्टर में मैंने कॉन्शियसली एक इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल के पर्सपेक्टिव से भी लिखा है बिकॉज मल्टीपल स्टेक होल्डर्स आई शुड नॉट बी हैविंग एटलीस्ट अस्ड व्यू आई शुड बी इन पोजिशन टू एम्पथाइज और सिंपथाइज फॉर दैट पर्टिकुलर सिचुएशन और फॉर दैट पर्टिकुलर केस विद इंसॉल्वेंसी प्रोफेशनल ऑल्सो तो ये तो हो गई एक बात नाउ कमिंग टू योर चैलेंज ऑफ यू नो दी एस यू बैंक एंड दी इंटरम फाइनेंस इशू क्या होता है सर देखिए एक तो एक एक मेंटल ब्लॉक ये होता है कि व्हाई टू पुट गुड मनी बिहाइंड बैड मनी ऑलरेडी आई हैव लॉस्ट अ फेयर बिट ऑफ मनी इट अगेन विल डिपेंड अ लॉट ऑन व्हाट काइंड ऑफ बिजनेस इट इज व्हाट आर द रिवाइवल प्रोस्पेक्ट्स कितना ये लोग देखिए बाय नाउ द कमिटी ऑफ क्रेडिटर्स बैंकर्स आर आल्सो काइंड ऑफ मैच्योरिंग इनको समझ में आ जाता है कि इस कंपनी में एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ इंटरेस्ट काफी आ रहे हैं जैसे हमने पेपर में फिर बिट डाला लॉर्ड ऑफ पीपल आर कमिंग इन दिस कंपनी इज अ गुड गोइंग कंसर्न रेवेन्यूज आ रहे हैं अगर हम एक्स अमाउंट ऑफ मनी डालते तो 3x या 2x का हमें रेवेन्यूज आ रहा है मंथ ऑन मंथ इन दोज केसेज इंटरम फाइनेंसेज डू हैपन दे हैपन बट आई एग्री विद यू दैट इन अ लार्ज नंबर ऑफ केसेस स्पेशली ब्रिक एंड मोटर कंपनीज जो एस हैं अगेन फैक्ट्री तीन साल से पांच साल से वैसे भी बंद पड़ी थी इंस्टॉलमेंट होने के पहले जहां दो तीन साल बंद पड़ी थी देर इज नो वे यू कैन एक्सपेक्ट कि ड्यूरिंग द इंस्टॉलमेंसी प्रोसेस कि आप इंटरम फंडिंग लेके आएंगे फ्रॉम दीज committee of creditors or from some third party or whatever be the case more so from the coc members and fir aap usko revive karenge ye nahi hota hai and it's something which is uh, a practical problem but at the same time please understand that the see objective of the law is not to make a defunct company become a going concern or a running concern during the process at the end of the process it should have got revived now it can get revived by somebody acquiring it at a reasonable price or at a valuation that that person deems fit and fir wo log us company ke andar whatever they can do their wear and tear they can do their repair they can do all of that and revive it but during the process i don't think it is practically something which people are looking at also to make a company you know revive it as a going concern but yes interim funding is a huge challenge and bankers are very reluctant था जब प्रमोटर के टाइम पे कंपनी इंस्टॉलमेंट हुई या कुछ दो तीन पैरामीटर्स दिए हुए हैं दैट प्रमोटर कैन नॉट बिट फॉर इट्स कंपनी व्हिच इज अ फेयर थिंग अदरवाइज तो हर प्रमोटर मांगेगा अपनी कंपनी वापस एक्सेप्शन एसएमईएक्स को दिया हुआ है एमएसएमईएक्स को वो लेटर इट वाज एन अमेंडमेंट उसके बाद कोविड के टाइम पे पोस्ट कोविड दे केम अप विद समथिंग कॉल्ड प्रीपैक इंसॉल्वेंसी जिसका बेसिक मूल ये है कि अगर आपके टू थर्ड सिक्सटी सिक्स परसेंट ऑफ योर फाइनेंशियल 
इट इज लाइक एन ओटीएस इट इज लाइक अ सेटलमेंट डील आप अपने बैंकर्स के पास जाते हो और बोलते कि भैया आई हैव टू गिव यू 100 करोड़ आई एम एबल टू गिव यू ओनली 40 करोड़ और 50 करोड़ ये मेरा डील है दिस इज आई विल दिस इज अ टाइमलाइन जो भी आप अपना स्ट्रक्चर प्रपोज करते हैं 66% सपोर्ट यू यू कैन गो अहेड डू अ फास्ट ट्रैक प्रोसेस फिनिश एवरीथिंग इन 3 4 मंथ्स एंड डू अ प्रीपैक इंसॉल्वेंसी ऑफ कोर्स इफ यू आर गिविंग वेरी स्मॉलर अमाउंट्स इन दिस होल डील यू आर गिविंग द ऑपरेशनल क्रेडिटर्स वेरी लेस then there is something called the swiss challenge method that opens up and all of that now without getting into that the bankers are extremely afraid to agree to prepack insolvency wo log khul ke ye bol nahi pa rahe hain lekin unka challenge ye hai ki unko ye dar lagta hai ki kal rbi unko ye sawal puchega ki sir aapne is promoter ka kaise accept kar liya itna kamti mein uh, whatever a settlement or a resolution plan might as well so their thought process is लेट द प्रोसेस रन चलने दो एक डेढ़ साल दो साल एनसीएलटी के अंडर में पूरा प्रोसेस रन खोने दो उसके बाद जो भी बेस्ट बेड आएगी वी विल टेक दैट एंड वी विल गो हेड विद दैट सो दैट इज वेर द थिंकिंग ऑफ द लेंडर्स वन इट हैज टू मेच्योर बट यू टू ऑल्सो अंडरस्टैंड वो बोलते हैं ना कि आप इतने बार आप हाथ जला चुके हैं कि अब आपको डर लगता है कि नो वेन यू पुट योर हैंड समवेयर नियर द फायर ऑल्सो यू थिंक फोर टाइम्स बिफोर यू डू समथिंग अराउंड इट सो दे आर ऑल्सो बींग एक्सट्रीमली कॉशियस ऑन दीज मैट्स yeah another so what you're talking about is a resolution strategy right this is more about how do we deal and how do we approach resolution because the the whole aim of this law was how do we resolve these matters now what do you make of section 229a then so 29a uh, is this ha huh, so, so i agree with you 29a capital 29 capital a ye kya ho raha tha <coughs> When insolvency law came, 2016 में law enact हुआ, 2017 से actively cases started getting heard. जो promoters हो रहे थे, if they were to you know come up with their resolution plans and all of that, there was no clarity कि are they permitted or are they not permitted. Then came 29 capital A. I think where you are coming from is, sir, एक तरफ आप बोल रहे हो resolution करो, दूसरी तरफ आप promoters को ही bark कर रहे हो जिनका सबसे ज़्यादा interest होगा resolution yes. करने में. तो फिर मतलब क्या फिर कौन करेगा सर कुछ हद तक आई विल अग्री विद यू क्योंकि इंडिया में देखिए आज भी बिजनेस एंड दिस इज़ व्हाट इन माय इनिशियल फ्यू चैप्टर्स बिजनेस आज भी इंडिया में इमोशन पे चलता है लेट्स एक्सेप्ट इट एंड इंडिया मैं खुद वही करता था करेक्ट एंड इंडिया कंट्री एंड फॉर दैट मैटर इफ यू सी ऑल ग्लोबल बिजनेस बाई एंड लार्ज अब ये जो आई का वाला आप छोड़ दीजिए उसको उसके अलावा 80-90% businesses globally are basically family-run businesses. And India, me, so this is hey, hum hum sunt we we've grown up listening that that so and so ka ira se so and so ka ira pe ham aa gaye hain. So they are family-run businesses. I agree with you that the promoter will be most emotionally attached and will definitely want to make an effort to somehow or the other revive the company. लेकिन अगर आप इसको इतनी खुली छूट दे देंगे, तो फिर हर promoter यही करेगा कि बिल्कुल default हो जाएगा. they will basically you know let the company go into doldrums or fir wo apni hi company officially will pick up at 20 cents to a dollar wo bhi 20 cents kisko mil raha financial creditors ko trade creditors ko operation creditors ko 5 cents to a dollar 7 cents to a dollar milega so that's somewhere that was a thought process of the government ki nahi we have to somewhere stop the promoter from taking the company back lekin iska bhi the end of the day we are indians yaar hum log ka dimag for some reason kuch zyada hi aisa chal jata hai उसका भी जुगाड़ निकल गया 
by third parties who acquired the companies, who are the friends of the promoter and all of that. These things can't be proved so much because how much will you pierce the corporate rail? There's only a point in which the court can do. So uh, I agree with you that this bar on promoters brings in a restriction. Otherwise, happily every promoter will allow the company to go towards the last, go into insolvency. Today, you see the promoter, you see a businessman today and you see a businessman 10 years before. 10-12 years before, you thought process of attitude and attitude. 10-15 years before, when a businessman used to go to a bank to take a loan, confidence was so high that I was doing a favor on the bank and I was taking a loan. And because I don't know that I don't give it, I will whether to return or not will be seen because the laws are so weak. देखा जाएगा वो कभी थॉट प्रोसेस में था ही नहीं आज जब एक बिजनेस जाता है टू टू गेट अ लोन टू गेट अ फंडिंग फ्रॉम अ बैंक दे आल्सो नो कि थिंग्स हैव चेंज्ड लॉ हैज चेंज्ड पर्सनल गारंटीज हमें देने पड़ते हैं बैंक्स आर बीइंग मोर कॉशियस तो कहीं ना कहीं एक कहीं डिटरेंट भी तो चाहिए कि सो दैट यू अलाउ आई वुड से इट्स इट्स अ वेरी डिफिकल्ट थिंग यार वो बोलते हैं आप जब एक कुछ एक बड़ा स्टेप लेते हो सम People who are not intended to be hit also get hit in the process. So when you're trying to do a, a larger cleanup where you're giving the genuine entrepreneurs a second chance or a chance to come up, in the process, yes, some get hit. In fact, when I recently economic times maybe I've written a piece to say that I think somewhere, hopefully, if the law can evolve where they can distinguish genuinely the promoters who've got hit and who want to revive. Maybe by giving a very fair, maybe some mechanism can be put down for that. And it's possible. The way the government has been, you know, proactive and jitna in logo ne is, is law pe kaam kiya hai. It is not impossible for the government to come up with a set of parameters to specifically distinguish or, or come up with some kind of an evaluation matrix. This entrepreneur can bid for the company or seems to be relatively more genuine, but this entrepreneur cannot. So, but it cannot be a blanket allowance for every promoter. Fair enough. Magar, now I want to go because before we wrap it up, uh, we I want to focus on chapter 11 to chapter 15 of the book. But in that, I have two questions because, uh, okay, now let us assume the resolution strategy, everything subset okay. Abhi implementation ki bari hai. Now, again, I will tell you as a citizen of India, uh, um, problem hai. The, the implementation itself is the problem. So now the, let us focus on the pitfalls now. Now, I see, I am a supporter of IBC, Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. In proposal, in fundamental, I am a supporter of this policy approval. But again, this is from another friend of mine. He is also a chartered accountant. He works in a very big corporate law firm. He deals with mergers. Um, uh, he works the corporate. He deals with mergers and acquisitions. And I clearly remember, I'm not going to take the name of the company or anything here because I don't want that poor fellow to be in trouble or anything. But I clearly remember him talking to me over dinner after badminton when we were all eating together and he was just discussing with me and you know i said it's a good law and it means well he's like kushal i agree it's a good law but what you don't understand it it takes the longest time to implement these things so whether it's the person at the receiving end that is jiska paisa dubra and whether it's the company that is involved and because of the owner and the promoter being completely out of it 
the resolution itself takes a lot of time so wh what do you make of that accusation you know here in this i will be i will i will justify i have a point to defend i would say and i have a point to defend with some amount of data sure aap purane isme jaiye aap bifr ke samay par dekhiye companies which used to go into bifr pehli baat to log bifr mein sirf ek wo registration leke baith jate the because you have moratorium against all recovery proceedings but theek hai that that is a different subject more in bifr the restructuring schemes that used to happen or even under winding up the restructuring schemes that used to happen usme bhi it used to take years together it used to take 5 years 10 years 15 years and there was no i would say there was no specific body or a court specifically looking into it compared to that resolution plans that we are seeing implementation time frame it is in black and white resolution plan mein likha hai that will come in the order copy of the final approval of the resolution plan so aapko malum hai ki at a practical level we have seen resolution plans mostly of an implementable period of 6 to 6 months to 3 4 years this is the by and large industry matlab 6 mahina se leke 40 months or 48 months or whatever of course some very large companies goes up to 7 years and 6 years so at least you have some clarity ki things are going on track or not and i have also seen i have been part of some resolution plans where time to time at a you know suppose ki pehle 6 months ke end mein a small tranche 10% of payment will come to the creditors payments have been reduced so that is happening but at the same time ye bhi sach hai ki if an implementation of a resolution plan fails midway wahan par you are in a double mess because then you are neither here nor there you go back to the nclt you seek some more time for implementation of the plan the law says ki if an implementation of a plan fails you can put the company to liquidation lekin liquidation mein aap nahi dal sakte practically kyunki jis acquirer which is called resolution applicant jisne already thoda paisa dal diya hai company mein wo liquidation mein jaane will not like it to go to liquidation so there are practical challenges there are practical problems but having said that implementation of a resolution plan under ibc is more transparent is relatively more i would say time bound or what we are seeing at the ground level Two to three years or three to four years is the time frame within which people either get paid or they don't get paid. One way or the other, you know, आपका एक chapter खत्म हो रहा है. Compared to which, even now I have claims which have been filed eleven years back, nine years back, ten years back in a winding up scheme of some. वो uh, एक companies आती थी ना कि आप trees उगा के they will kind of the trees will grow and then they will sell the teak of that. I, I don't remember the name of the companies, but वो कुछ schemes आती थी उस time पे. nothing has been coming out of it people have filed their claims long back gone those what and who do you go and ask ya to kam se kam aap baat baat pe talwar rakh sakte ho insolvency professional pe insol aapka agar suppose aapne claim file kiya aapka claim approved bhi ho gaya aur aapko suppose you were supposed to get 15 cents to a dollar aapko matlab as an operational credit aapko 15 lakh rupaye milne hain 3 saal mein milne hain 3 saal mein nahi mila kam se kam aap ncert mein jaake application to file kar sakte ho सर ये है ये मॉनिटरिंग कमेटी है मॉनिटरिंग कमेटी वाज हेडेड बाय द रेजोल्यूशन प्रोफेशनल इन लोगों ने देखे सर ये अबाइड नहीं किया है नॉट दैट पीपल कुड नॉट गो अर्लियर टू द कोर्ट्स बट टुडे आई वुड से यू नो इट्स बिकम मोर फास्टर मोर एक्सेसिबल सो आई वुड से इट इज द इम्प्लीमेंटेशन हाँ हमारे जनरली थोड़ा पुअर है लेकिन इस लॉ में अगर चैलेंजेस आ रहे हैं तो उनको टेक केयर भी किया जा रहा है फ्रॉम टाइम टू टाइम राइट वन So the resolution, as per the law, is supposed to be finished in 180 days with an extension of 90 days. That is 
total 270 days. That's mm-hmm. the only way the value of the business and the underlying assets remains valid. But the current law and system around it is kind of, you know, Hamara Jodeshki Padati, it is kind of designed to screw the business. And the only option left is liquidation of the company by selling assets after a much long delay, which results into a lot of suffering and a loss of recovery value. In fact, much of the so-called success of IBC is liquidation of the business assets. And there is nothing much to talk about the revival of the business, which should be the primary stated objective of the law. And in the process, sometimes to hide the deficiency of the law, the operation of the law through the IPs and the committee of creditors and delay in the judicial systems around, the promoter as a thumb rule is prosecuted somehow finding some defect in his past business decisions. Don't you think this is a major problem? Okay, so there again, there are multiple aspects to it. To begin with, I will I will admit to one thing. The, the resolution versus uh, liquidation ka jo ratio, hai, that is 1 is to 3. As of 30th June, based on the data that we have, 720 plans have got approved and 2,120 companies have gone into liquidation. So, mota moti 1 is to 3 is the ratio. Lekin as Dr. Sahu, who was the first regulator of the, who was the first chief of IBBA, always said, ease of exit is also equally important. Concept lana padega, ease of doing business to hey, ease of exit be lana hoga. Rahi tisri baat. I agree with you, Chali, apne IBC ko criticize karta. Even I will join the bandwagon to criticize it. Lekin why don't we realize one thing? Baya, hamara ye deshe jaha, hamlo baat karte te, paan saal, teen saal, aat saal, saat saal koi se per nahi hai. Okay, chalo, IBC me 180 days plus 90 days, you talk about 270 days. What are you benchmarking it against? Let's come and let's talk. Let's benchmark it again. Let's call both an apple and oranges. Ka ya apple and apple. Ka wo karte let's benchmark it against the previous regime. BIFR me kitna samay lagta tha restructure ek scheme ko approve hone me ya scheme ko implement hone me. Uske uske alawa jo bhi if at all there was a winding up ka thoda bahut hota tha schemes of restructuring. They used to all go on for years. Five saal, seven saal, eight saal. Since we are on data, I have data with me here. Which says the average time taken for closure of a insolvency process is 632 days. Man ke chaliye ki do saal bhi lagta hai. In two years end to end you are having a solution one way or the other. And jo rahi baat jo what you are talking about you know the, the time that we lose and the liquidation. The assets get kind of yes that I agree with you in some cases. The assets are already in very bad shape on the date of commencement of insolvency. And as things move forward they rust even more. That I agree with you. Wo hota hai. But at the same time, it is not that, you know, Joe cheese already 3-4-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-5-
you either transfer them or it's time to move on or to retire so you have these ecosystem challenges so other i have seen this actually quite a few of the members in the nclt and nclat they are working day and night subah se sham they are working on queue par case load is hisab se hai 20 20 hazar case 10 10 hazar case i have one data with me 2022 tak 25000 25107 applications have been withdrawn before admission of insolvency jisme 8.8 lakh crores have been settled between the parties will you believe that matlab kisi ne case file kiya samne wale ne aake pehle hi settle kar diya admission ke pehle ye matlab before it goes into the official insolvency process mota moti 9 lakh crore rupya system mein aa chuka hai 25000 case mein so you can imagine the pressure on the judiciary which is there nclt nclat so we have to ramp up the infrastructure we have to in fact you know one of the debate that has started already right now let us try and move the companies act ke jitne bhi cases hai back to the high court let nclt focus only on ibc for now and see how the progress goes because nclt is not getting the time to listen to cases of companies act kyunki wo bhi bahut important hai shareholder disputes aapka jo again i am not taking names but typical minority versus majority shareholder ki jo cases hote hain ab wo char char panch panch saal se pending ho gaye kyunki ibc ke cases are very time bound as you yourself are saying you are agreeing ki ye bahut value maximization wagera ka chakkar hai to nclt par bhi pressure hai unki bhi agar aap halat dekhte ek din mein 100 100 case sunte 80 80 case sunte wo log councils argue at length so they have their own practical challenges so you will have to factor in everything to see whether yes to what extent it has performed is it an absolute failure is it a mega success or is it somewhere midway where it is doing reasonably well there is scope to obviously improve but yes compared to the previous regimes compared to the previous benchmarks ha isme kuch sudhar aur hamare paas data hai baat karne ke liye jo previous regimes mein nahi tha fair enough so this is my last question to you before we wrap it up so tell me what has been the in your view the successes of this law what are the pitfalls and what corrections have been made and what is the road ahead maybe we can end on a positive note maine bahut sare ungal karne wale question puch liye nahi nahi bilkul theek aap aaram se puche koi issue nahi i interact with a lot of stakeholders aur hamara objective yehi hai hum chahte hain ki stakeholders directly sawal uthaye this my objective of writing this book is the the law has to go beyond just the professionals the stakeholder should question and to the extent possible what we can respond we will certainly be happy to respond dekhiye success of the law i have already indicated kuch had tak hamara financial discipline kaafi sudhar sudhar hua hai our banks which were at a loss again i have some numbers for you 2017 18 the indian all the the banks put together official data was making a loss of 32438 crores 2020 23 the official data is 222135 crores of profit hamare banks loss making se profit making pe aa gaye hain hamara npa 2.3 tha 2008 mein 2018 mein badh ke 11 11.5 percent hua abhi wapas 3.9 percent is at a 10 year low which mean asset quality is increasing uh entrepreneurial i would say commitment towards repayment is getting better financial discipline a comprehensive system hai jahan aapko 10 jagah jaake nahi karna hai cheeze ek jagah consolidate kar rahe hain aap cheezon ko system ko so that is the other positive thing which i see somewhere or the other the msmes it, it, it's a double edged sword so i will not i will not say isme kuch kuch khas positive hai i don't want to just say that for the sake of 
In fact, the challenges, one, we have already actually touched upon it different, but this I'll, I'll make it like a summary or a capsule. Sabse pehla, something has to be done for operation creditors, the trade creditors, jo bichara service kar, who supplies goods and services. Kuch aapko karna hoga, aapko kya karenge, jo aapko lagta hai sahi hai as the, as the government, as the system. Wo aap dekhe, but kuch aap unke liye kije. Give them a small percentage of voting in the COC, give them some special status or something like that. Wo karna hoga kahin na kahin. Dusra infrastructure hume badhana hoga, nahi to at this pace, the number of filings are going up left, right and center. And we need more judges. We need more space. Basic, basic cheese hai. Judges ke pa support staff nahi hai. Contract staff kaam kar rahe. Contract staff ko kitna attachment hoga kaam se. Jo registries mein jab hum jate hai kaam karne dekhte hai. So we definitely need more infrastructure. Uh, the third thing is, I, uh, from, from a, from a uh, perspective of SMEs, bankers, kahin na kahin unko apna thought process thoda widen karna hoga. They have to give okays to, you know, this pre-pack insolvency kind of things. Taki wo ek, you know, cheeze thodi sudre. Way forward, the way I see it is, kahin na kahin, very soon, already consolidation of insolvency processes. Jahan paanche group companies ka insolvency chal raha hai. Usko hum consolidate karke, kya aap saath mein run kar sakte hai, ya nahi run kar sakte. Usme we will, we see the law evolving in that. That will have its own set of challenges because it's not so easy. It's easier said than done. Uh, one area where I feel where we need to really pick up and start doing well, we already have the thing, we already have the, the, the base in place, is cross-border insolvency. You also know, I also know that there are many mahan businesses and businessmen who have to go outside. And their money has to go outside. So their money, their assets that are there, somewhere we have to find a way to touch that. If you don't touch that, if you don't have insecurity कि मेरा पैसा जो है XYZ jurisdiction में भी आ सकता है scanner में या radar में Indian courts के तो so that is something which we should be getting into which, which I see India moving ahead in that direction so that's one more thing which I feel is, is the way forward and by and large the law has to some extent settled but we will see a lot of settling unsettling that will happen over the next few years finally the thing which I, I had touched upon somewhere midway कहीं ना कहीं हमें at least, this is my personal hai. I may be, uh, some may agree, some may disagree. We have to bring in once again the high courts, ka some, some intervention, some jurisdiction into this. This mindset created a few years ago, the moment civil courts interfere, delay hota hai. Aap ye ki wo manha, I agree with you, it is in place. But we have to that the tribunalization is somewhere you need high court or enclad mein jab aap lose karte hain especially when you are in the south of india you straight away have to go to the supreme court how affordable is it for every man to go to the supreme court you know what are the cost of litigation in this country absolutely so, kahin, absolutely to, possible you take it to the chief justice of the concerned high court but some jurisdiction from the high court also has to be brought in somewhere i feel which is something more on the judicial side. But yes, that, that's going to be my, I would say, the, the good, the not so good, the and possibly things which we should be looking at in the coming times. Perfect. Uh, Anand, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to read your book and talk to you. I learned a lot because 
you know when i when, when like i said when i found out that there's a book on this uh, this law i was really excited because this law is something that has fascinated me a bit because a lot of my friends who who are professionals have very strong views about this so when i came across this book i was really glad to read because i did not know so many things about the intricacies of the law the journey of the law what led to the formulation of the law so uh, i thank you for coming on the podcast and i really enjoyed reading this book so i hope i look forward to uh, you know uh, interacting with you again and once again thank you for coming thank you so much for having me i had i really had a good time discussing with you and i, I like the way jab aap you know the, you discuss things in a very i would say frank and open manner which is which is something very nice which also gives us the comfort that yes hum dil khol ke baat kar sakte hain and at least i hope we have made our effort to ensure that we we keep the discussion a bit more open ended where it it covers as i told you kahin na kahin hum koshish kar rahe hain is book ke through law commerce business economics in cheezon ko convert karne ka so thank you so much for having me on the show all right guys we'll wrap today's discussion up but before we wrap it again again i want to remind all of you in the description of the podcast it doesn't matter if you're watching this on youtube facebook or the video version or if you're listening to this on spotify itunes or whatever audio platform you choose to listen it on in the description of the podcast you will have the link of the book so please go click the link and buy the book Uh, I really had a great time reading this book, and I urge all of you to go and read the book also. And remember, the Charbok Podcast is a heterodox podcast that is funded by you, the members of the podcast. So, if you really want me to talk about such subjects like this with absolute freedom, like I was able to do today, please, if you can, join the membership of this program. If it doesn't matter if you join it on Patreon, on YouTube, on Panmo, if you can't, just buy the Charbok Podcast merchandise on KushalMehra.com or send your donations to UPI. if you can't do any of this just leave a rating on spotify itunes like the video subscribe to the channel leave a comment in the comment section i'll see you guys next time until then namaste take care bye bye